0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za on the line is alma Pollard. she's the executive director of the green times what a wonderful time we always have with her on a wednesday and she's even with us on her youth day holiday alma much respect for you and good morning great having you along with us
1: Absolutely, the you know the elders don't have holidays; they've got too much work to do.
0: (laughs) That's true.
1: So that the youth can be a little bit safer, hopefully, in the long run.
0: Exactly right, and I love that about today's story as well. Makes me feel like this is something for the youth, although it really can be anybody that's involved. But what I really like about our story this morning, Elma, it's people that can say, "No, I'm not happy with what's happening right underneath my nose. I want to stand up, and I want to be an activist, and I want to see change." And you can see the passion in the eyes of these people in the photograph that's shared on the Green Times on the story, Alma. So, again, thanks for allowing us to see passion even through the photography, not only the excellent journalism. So, thanks again for this great story.
1: Thank you. Well, I think nothing is more exciting for me than than constructive empowerment of the youth Mm. able to become environmental activists. I mean, for me, nothing is more important than that. And I think it's really great that people who so the main focus of of this training seems to me to be to for community members who live near industries and uh, and they have battles with with um, pollution. Mm. Um, but you know what, I mean, we all have battles with pollution. Even here, we've got uh, uh, agricultural sprays that make a lot of us very sick. So I particularly wanted to speak about this story because I think. I think this should be not once a year. This should be happening monthly. We need yes. to get the entire youth <laughs> educated about this, and they and they don't just teach them how to do presentations, but also how to take on local um, local government and how to um, address problems and how to do this in a constructive and a legally correct way, because this is by the. By, by the Center for Environmental Rights, which is an environmental, which is a legal um, company. Mm. So they are, you know, providing that gap. And I, myself, am active in a couple of projects locally. And, and each time I bump my, my head against the, um, the red tape, because I don't know enough about how things work in government. Mm. So I think this is a fantastic opportunity for people to attend and Come educated. It seems to me to be fully funded. People even get uh, stationery and laptops. Um, this, is, uh, this is the fifth time it's happened. It's only once a year. And so I have made contact with him yesterday because I think this really needs to be, as they say, rolled mm-hmm. out.
0: I love that they're called uh, environmental justice activists. You know, it doesn't, It's not yes. giving it some flowery title. Uh, it's really what it is.
1: Yeah, well, the whole environmental issue is, is a social justice issue, and which is something that Bishop Tutu said something like 20 years ago. I remember I cut it out of the newspaper and stuck it on my wall for a couple of years mm-hmm. because we do know that, you know, uh, the, the more vulnerable people are, the more they, uh, the quicker they perish, the more they suffer mm. from, from all these vir- environmental causes. And it's also a, a gender story because this year the theme is, is women. Um, is, is you know, women in environment. And so we also know that traditionally, and it still is the case, that mostly women are responsible for the growing of food yes. and for the finding of water, and I can extend that to, and for keeping the family um, healthy in terms of mm-hmm. food and cooking and so on. Um, and, you know, you can imagine the water. And so women are really there to protect the health of families. And so if, if they are in an area near to industries and, and, and children are inhaling bad, bad air and, and getting asthma and all sorts of things, it lands very much on women's shoulders. Mm. So that focus is also there. I, um, I don't know if they are only going to take women in this group. I don't think so. You can see it's a mixed group. Mm. But the focus will have to be on empowerment of women because we've learned throughout that if women are empowered, then things get better.
0: <laughs> you make a very good point. Um, we even had this conversation here in the studio earlier on just in terms of uh, the way that people respond to certain things. You often find the ladies step up to the plate and often need to drag the man along. We uh, <laughs> having that uh, exact conversation about an hour ago here between the two of us off air. Um, what's also great about this is this uh, is focusing on on practical things. But also, this isn't wishy-washy. This is how uh, how you're able to to go and speak to people in positions of authority and to state your case. I mean, this isn't just a cute thing. This is somebody who's actively saying, I want to make a change and I want to be upskilled that I could step into big offices and speak to important people and say what needs to be said in the right way to get uh, a desired outcome. I love this. This is activist to the core.
1: And most of the time... I think activists fail because we don't know the law properly.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, they talk here about including the use of statutory remedies. For example, writing complaint and objection letters, reporting environmental violations, and using access to information laws. You know, we mostly get held back because we don't know enough about the law. Mm. And I think this is um, really going to empower people and I just, um, I'm really hoping that one can, as I say, scale this thing because I don't know of a youngster who, who should not be trained um, in this way, especially, you know, those maybe who don't have work. I mean, there's yeah. so many, many, many young people. What is the, that's I something like 40% of youngsters right. who don't have work. I mean, I've always dreamt about training up this green army <laughs> so this could be part of it and and I mean they already have groundworks works with fantastic people they have the environmental justice school so this type of stuff really gives me a bit of hope for the future
0: what's great about this uh, and story is there's even a link at the bottom if you want to apply or nominate someone for this course there's an application form and all of the information is there but you need to get going because you only have until the end of next month July to be able to do it um, uh, Alma uh, have you ever thought you're talking about a green army? Have you ever thought of of doing something like this, of having like a mentorship program?
1: Absolutely, you know, I have. Um, I have the Right for Earth mentorship program. Oh. where I teach people to write environmental stories. In fact, I reached out to these people yesterday to say what I would be very happy to to offer a module on unver- on environmental writing. Yes. Because the more you write about what you do, the more you also scale it and you bring it under the attention. It's always a matter of creating more and more awareness. So for me, if people are quietly doing things and the public doesn't know about it, then you are holding yourself back. Mm. So you know very much so. I mean, I would be very happy to do something like that.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't that be great? Because uh, we speak like this every week and we have for years. And you wonder those who are listening, um, you know, being Youth Day, you've often said that in, in the house, the young people often drive these things and parents end up listening to the kids who who drive these things home where the parents might be so uh, oblivious to these things because they're so focused in other areas of life. So if anything, yeah. you know, to see young people in houses, should re- in, in homes, should be driving these things even more passionately.
1: So this is then the next step. I mean, over the years, we always used to teach teachers, and teachers taught children. And then children would come to their parents and say, no, but we can't do this. We must do that, which I really, really love. But now when these children finish school, this type of thing will give them an opportunity to literally make a career out of this and become really active on the ground and form organizations and start reporting about it and so on. Which is, I mean, it's very underreported in our country what's actually going on on the ground. We People phone us, yeah, um, but it's not out there visible, you know?
0: And just like Elma said, if you do want to catch up with these stories that aren't always visible out there, you'll find them on thegreentimes.co.za. This headline story we're talking about this morning, Environmental Rights and Remedies Course uh, Seeks Nominations. That's the title. You'll find that um, on thegreentimes.co.za and this conversation and uh, Elmer Pollard's channel on Get Up and Go Breakfast on our website, kpulpit.co.za. Thanks for hanging out with us on your holiday day, awesome. Elmer. Awesome.
1: Have a great, green, new day.
0: Ah, and you. Be well. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.